0: Hello, and welcome to episode 51 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co host, Sarah. I'm Heather. I'm Charla.
1: One of these days, one of these days we'll decide who's going next. I we it get.
2: down and then <laughs> know, came yes. after I already talked. I don't know what's going on.
0: It's always a big debate for those of you who are wondering what the heck we're talking about. It's always a big debate between the two of them as to who goes next. You know, so whoever's hosting goes first. And then there's always like this wild sort of gesticulating that takes place. You go, no, you go, no, you go. So if you're wondering what that weird pause is every week, <laughs> that's what it is. is. Silently. Yeah. <laughs> In <laughs> so this case, Charla's pointing at Heather, but Heather was looking down, so she wasn't seeing it, but anyway. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Disney Park Princess. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, last week was episode 50, which I still can't even believe, so the fact that this is 51 is, uh, from here on, I think it's all just mind-boggling, but um, we had A.J. Wolf on last week, and it's always great when A.J. comes by,
2: um,
0: so I know you Except
2: guys- I leave super hungry after we're done recording, and i right? like a list of, oh, quick, I have to go try this now. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like list of things I want to try next week when we're at Disney World has grown exponentially longer, thanks to her. Um, so this then, week- You know what's funny? Everybody has their
1: opinion on what you try. Like I saw in People Magazine, it was like the five foods you must have at the Food and Wine Festival. But I was like, I don't need to know that. I'm, I'm going to hear it from AJ. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all you need to know is if you don't get the cheese bread, you're doing it wrong.
0: Yeah, That's you. Yes. Yeah. Just set up yes. camp at the Brazil booth, really. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in
1: Ireland, AJ said Ireland does it right every year. So yes, that's what yes. we're headed, so.
0: Yep. I think, I think the, you know, I always have to be so careful because of my food allergies. And I think Ireland is one of the booths that I can't have, but uh, I know it's very, very popular. So but you can um, watch me eat it. I can watch you <laughs> eat it. I can watch you and Melissa eat it. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> (laughs) Between the three of us, we're going to endeavor to try as many things as humanly possible. So, um, but yeah, so that's next week. So we are going to be pre-recording next week's episode um, because Charlotte and I will be in Walt Disney World. So, you know, stay tuned for that. There probably won't be a lot of news in that one. Um, So next, you know, this week we're recording live quote unquote we're recording this on you know Tuesday uh I don't even know a date is September 17th uh but next week we are going to be pre-recorded so just so you know um and we will be down in Disney World and if you're going to be there at the same time you know we're down there for such a it's such a short trip we're literally down there for two nights so we're not doing any meets or anything like that but if you see us flag us down and say hi (laughs) so um all right let's get into the news for this week uh live entertainment at Walt Disney World. Yeah. That uh, is all of us. <laughs> I know we're all very sad about this news. Um but this is something that happens every few years. I feel like every couple of years Disney goes on this rampage of getting rid of sort of entertainment, you know, and it's usually people that are not um cast members, they're, they're contractors, you know, um, but in this case, one of my beloved shows is being, you know, canceled. I'm very upset about it. They're getting rid of the Muppets, great moments in history. I'm so sad about that. I love that show so much. It's a
2: really cute
0: show. show. It's such a cute show, you know, and I get it. It's, um, involved and I'm sure it takes a lot of people, you know? Okay. So there's actually only one human being that appears in the show, but obviously there's lots of other people behind the scenes that make it run. And so I'm sure it's a big investment or whatever, but I love that show. It's it so, so cute. It's so well done. I'm I'm just, I'm so surprised. It always has such a huge crowd too. Yes. Yeah. And it's great. I, I feel like those types of shows are what makes Disney more than just an amusement park, right? Like it's not just rides. It's also interactions and shows and entertainment. And, um, you know, we saw this a little bit. We talked about it, I think, a couple weeks ago last week with Disneyland getting rid of, like, the the Newsy Boys in California Adventure. And um, it's happened in the past. I don't know. Anyway, we have a lot to say about this topic. So for those of you who are Patreon supporters, this is what we're going to be talking about in our Patreon Extra. We're going to be talking about uh, acts that Disney has gotten rid of that we are still Mad about, um, <laughs> and you might hear you might hear more than just a Heather rant. You might hear a Sarah rant. <laughs>
2: I'm I still think Sarah is more passionate about this topic than I am. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm 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 upset about it. But anyway, all right. So moving on. Um, Heather, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Disneyland news? We've got uh, some garage news.
2: Yeah, this is really not exciting news at all. It's kind of boring (laughs) in comparison to all the other news. Uh, But for those of you that frequent Disneyland, it's kind of a big deal. Finally, the pedestrian bridge that connects two of the parking garages over to downtown Disney opened um which sounds like not a big deal but now instead of having to wait for five minutes or so at a traffic light and you know crossing a street which isn't always the safest thing now the the bridge is open and you can just park your car and walk and not have to wait for anything so
0: and so that's where, does the bridge, news. where does the bridge connect to because I'm, I'm trying to picture in my head when we were in downtown disney a couple weeks ago like where is this bridge
2: okay so it's connecting the Both parking garages, but it connects to the Pixar Pals parking structure, which is the new one that opens that they built because of the new hotel that now doesn't exist. But Mm -hmm. it (laughs) it connects to um, the parking garage, to the entrance of downtown Disney, which is kind of um, over towards more of the south end, like where ESPN Club used to be. Okay, Um,
0: okay, okay. And
2: where Earl of Sandwich is and all of that. So it's now down towards that way.
0: Got it. Okay. Very cool. All right. And then I know that was boring news. So why don't you tell us about the um, almost as equally boring DVC news? (laughs) (laughs)
2: i don't understand the dvc news and i don't think anybody really does so if anybody who's listening can enlighten us that would be fantastic um yesterday disney vacation club announced that now in order to be able to take part in the perks for dvc members um you know, being able to use your points on other vacations, being able to go into the member lounge at Epcot, little things like that, you have to have a minimum of 100 points purchased directly through Disney. Um, And we, we sat here for quite a while puzzling through this, trying to figure out what that meant. Does that mean a new contract? Does it mean resale? We have no idea. The best we can figure out is that collectively, over the course of however many contracts you may have, at least 100 of them must be purchased directly through Disney in order to be able to use the perks, I think.
0: We think. We could be wrong. (laughs)
2: Um, Previously, it was 75. I don't know. I don't know that this is a big deal. I think it's a big deal because more people are purchasing resale and more people are selling their contracts than over the previous 30 years. Um, I don't know. (laughs) if anybody else knows more (laughs) write to us and let us know info at com. (laughs) it's interesting to
1: me because every time i've been to one of the lounges pretty much with you um you just show your id so now are they just going to be scanning them instead of showing them or something
2: maybe they scan them maybe there's a certain mark on the id i know we all got new um member cards a couple of years back so maybe it they look differently for somebody who purchased through resale i i honestly have no idea
1: interesting. interesting okay <laughs> we said that i at don't know my <laughs> contracts
2: are all purchased directly through disney so i this is not something that pertains to me so i'm not even really familiar with not being able to use the perks because i get to all the time so um, if we have a listener that that has purchased resale maybe you can write in and let us know what this means for you yeah
0: all right, Charlotte, back over at Walt Disney World. You want to tell us a little bit about the new lounge at the Grand Floridian? Sure. Um, so we got some concept art, some menu items, and a
1: name for this new lounge. And we've talked about this before. It's going to replace the um, Misner's Lounge up on the, I guess it's technically the second floor. It may be technically the third floor. <laughs> yeah, they, they're
0: they calling it the second floor. Okay.
1: <laughs> I just don't know because those staircases are so big. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes at hotels they have different things.
0: Um, but
1: it looks really pretty and the menu items are okay. they it's bar food again. But, you know, I'm standing by my by my opinion that does not belong at the Grand Floridian.
2: I love Agreed. Beauty. And the Beast.
1: I love Beauty and the Beast. I love this I this idea. I really do. But um, not really feeling it at the Grand Floridian.
2: No. This should uh, be first of all, it shouldn't have been Meisner shouldn't have been taken away but if anything it should be Mary Poppins I don't know something set in England perhaps the Gnome mobile
0: the Gnome mobile (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I agree I think it's I I like the idea I just don't know that it belongs there but that's just you know tack it on to be our guest yeah, that area
1: certainly needs <laughs> a, a a crowd sucker. If
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I understood I understood why they didn't do it when it was first introduced because they were just dipping their toe into serving alcohol, you know, in the Magic Kingdom at that time. But uh, since then, you know, they've
2: <laughs> now everywhere know, has it. Now so pretty much everywhere first has we'll it. Put so a bar
0: in. right, exactly.
1: Uh, um, but to get back to it, um, it's going to be called. Um, enchanted rose and it's got I'm I'm looking for the menus Um, a delicious menu with a variety of shareable bites again just bar food Um, artisanal cheese selection with pine nut bread and raisins or an exquisite dish of white sturgeon caviar that sounds interesting Uh, short ribs, short sliders that is some octopus stuff so it seems kind of like
0: a high end bar food Yeah. Uh, all of us sort of looked at the menu and went I'm not a fan you know, again, excited. This, but, you know, I will say that this might be one of these things that we don't like ahead of time. And then we get there and we're like, oh, all right, this is cute. Okay. All right. I mean, cute. let's be honest. So,
2: it's going to be beautiful. It still doesn't belong at the Grand Floridian, but yeah. whatever. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. A, that's my only thing with it is that it just doesn't belong there, but I'm excited yeah. about it. It because, looks beautiful. Yeah. I, I think it'll be good and they'll probably have some nice French food and French wines. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm okay
0: with that. <laughs>
2: we'll just have to go taste all the wines, and we'll report it back.
0: Yes. yes, and they had plenty of cocktails. I was pleased to see too. Actually, it's not just wine. So, um, uh, as, as a cocktail and- drinker, it made me happy. Um, there was a uh, a garden daisy cocktail that had tequila, midori, lime, egg white, and cucumber. That sounded pretty tasty. So, um, while you guys are drinking your wine, there's stuff for me to drink too. So,
1: yep. and quite a few non-alcoholic cocktails too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, if you don't drink or uh, want to share with your
0: kids and they want to have the uh, cocktail experience, they can do that with non alcoholics. So, yes. Yeah. Um, although I'm still trying to figure out, they have one called a garden cocktail, which has non alcoholic spirit, lime juice, agave, and soda. What? What, what, what is, is a non alcoholic spirit? Seltzer? <laughs> I don't
1: know. You don't know. It's very maybe strange. It's not, maybe it's like Odul's or something, but yeah, don't know. I don't know. Very okay.
0: And then last but not least, uh, it's almost holiday time at Disney, and that means that Disney is starting to announce all of the New Year's Eve celebrations, and for once, Animal Kingdom is getting into the spirit of the season. All of the lands at Animal Kingdom are going to be decorated for the holidays, including Pandora. <laughs> How,
2: they ask? Because, Apparently- you know, it's a completely fictional land on a totally different planet, but they Absolutely celebrate New Year's Eve, 100%.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the story is that the expats from Earth that live in Pandora uh, have decorated. So that's... Oh, that's legit. That's I what they're going to
2: decorate for New Year's Eve.
0: Well, they're decorating for Christmas, for the holidays and things. So, um, but so Animal Kingdom will be uh, open late uh, on New Year's Eve. You can ring in the new year there. No fireworks, but there will be an energetic light and music show on the tree of life. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, that fun. Yeah. That sounds yeah, so fun. Yeah. Sounds like a little something different. And anything that, again, is a, a crowd suck from. The other parks, which are so completely crazy on New Year's Eve, is a good thing for me. So, I agree wholeheartedly on that. But I yeah. think
1: it's exciting. I mean, Animal Kingdom has never had this. And I don't want them to ever have fireworks because I totally get why they don't have fireworks. Right. Totally um, understand. But I, I think anything that's that's fun and exciting will be a really good thing.
0: Yes, I also liked that I saw that they announced that all of the three rooftop locations at Walt Disney World will have New Year's Eve parties as well. As well. So California Grill has had one for a while now, but also at uh, Riviera and Grand Destino, uh, both of the rooftop lo- rooftop I was lounges. Say, so. You'll just
2: find me at the you'll find me at the California Grill party because if I'm going to Disney World for New Year's Eve, like I'm going somewhere that I can get dressed fancy and there aren't nine thousand people pushing me around. Yeah, and also that I can have champagne.
0: Right. Exactly. So, um, but now you have other options. That's not just California Grill. You can also go to Riviera or Grand Destino as well for that. So very cool. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm looking, I want to see the Riviera. I'm looking forward to that one for some reason. Oh,
2: the Riviera is going to be beautiful. I I still don't think that it looks like it's a European beach getaway. I don't know. Having been to all of the places in the real world that this is supposed to be like designed after, it looks nothing like that, but it's got a rooftop bar, so it can't be bad. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get into this week's topic. Uh, Heather, you have just returned from Alani. You still got that post-Hawaii glow to you, I see.
2: Nobody can see, but I'm hula dancing in my chair. <laughs> True, to Hawaiian is. music in my head.
0: <laughs> All right, so tell us everything.
2: It was amazing, as always. This was my my third visit to Aulani, and I've never had a bad trip there ever. Um, I if. I just, it's such a beautiful resort. It's, I love it so much. Um, so I was there for five days before I headed over to the Island of Kauai for a few days. Um, and it was just, it was nice and peaceful and relaxing
0: as it should be. Love it. So tell us what type of room did you have?
2: I had a one bedroom villa with an ocean view. Um, I know, look, I'm just going to put it out there, is expensive. It is an expensive hotel. However, there is a lot included in your room rate. So I know it is tempting to save money with an island view or a standard view, but you are in Hawaii, people, and unless you live in a beachfront home, you shouldn't be going for anything less than a partial ocean view you're in Hawaii. Look at the ocean. It's gorgeous. So, um, I went with a one bedroom villa because I didn't really quite need that much space, but it is nice to have. So it has, um, obviously a bedroom with a King bed. It also has a massive split bathroom. So there is a sink and a whirlpool jacuzzi soaking tub in one section and, and, by the way, that oh, op- there's a giant window that opens up into the master bedroom with like right next to the tub. So if you want to sit and watch the ocean from your tub, you absolutely can. Nice. Um, and then the, s- the second half of the bathroom has a sink, a toilet, and a massive walk-in shower. I I honestly think that the, the walk-in shower is the size of my bathroom at home. It's huge. <laughs> um, it's, it's it's beautiful and it's got all like river stone in it and the rain shower. Um, rain. Uh, rainfall shower head and then there's also a full kitchen washer and dryer a dining area and a living room and two balconies so quite a bit of space it can sleep up to one two three up to five Um, So it's a great option for families or for people like me who just like to spread out. And plus, um, it's nice to have that full kitchen. I don't normally cook on vacation, but in Hawaii, food is really expensive. So I always stop at the grocery store before I head over and just pick up stuff for maybe like sandwiches for lunch around the pool, maybe things to make breakfast. I got a bunch of avocados for avocado toast and bacon and eggs. So it's a nice option to have.
0: Love it. All right. So you talked about... Food. Well, now you've opened the floodgates.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean. You mentioned food, so you know what I'm going to ask you about next, right?
2: All the food. I ate everything. Um, so, oh gosh, there's so many, so many options for food at Aulani, even more than the last time I was there. Uh, so... They have a buffet, which is called Makahiki, and it's a character buffet. They do character meals for breakfast and dinner. They're not open for lunch. Um, I find the food quality is just okay there, so I actually didn't eat there this time. So it's, you know, super pricey, expensive. It's a typical Disney um, character meal pricing, Uh, but you get to see Mickey, Minnie. uh, I saw Goofy there. Stitch was there, which was fantastic. Um, And then they also have... Uh, The Ulu Cafe, which is a counter service grab-and-go, but the food there is really good. They have a bunch of flatbreads for breakfast. They do pizzas at night for dinner if you want to order a pizza to go, but everything is, it's not your typical burgers and fries. In fact, I don't even think I saw a burger and fry there, which was nice. Um, And then they also have like a grab-and-go marketplace with, you know, bottles of wine, sodas, bottles of water, um, some salads, cupcakes, which are really cute. And then they have Ama Ama, which is their fancier restaurant. I will not call it fine dining because it's not. But this is my favorite restaurant there because it's beachfront. It's all open air, which means if you're going for dinner, you can sit out at these tables and watch the sunset right from your table. Um, and it's they in the evenings because it's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. In the evenings, they'll bring in a trio or duo of Hawaiian musicians, and they're playing the ukuleles and all of that while you're eating, and super romantic and peaceful, and the food is phenomenal. This trip, I ate there breakfast and dinner. Um, oh my gosh, for breakfast. This was my first time trying it for breakfast. They had uh, macadamia nut pancakes with a Tunisian, Tahitian vanilla sauce.
0: oh oh my god so
2: good it was so good i've never had pancakes that good in my life Um, but the food is fantastic and then there's also a variety of quick service options they have a shave ice stand they have uh mama's fish shack which is you know counter service you walk up and they have all different varieties of like fried fish or things like that they have a snack stand down on the beach and then one of the pool bars also has a entirely full menu um and this is where you're going to find your burgers i had some calamari there one day and it's you cannot go hungry at this resort it's impossible
0: all right now how about the luau did you get a chance to do the
2: luau i did not do the luau um I, i've been to hawaii i've been lucky enough to go to hawaii a few times so i don't tend to do luau's anymore um i had done the starlit hui Back in the very beginning when Elani first opened, which is basically the same show, just not a luau, meaning there was no food served, but I did walk through uh, the area where the luau is, and I mean, people were having a great time, so, and it's packed, they do it twice a week, so I would definitely run. If you're going to do a luau, if that's something you want to do, maybe it's your first time to Alani. I would do it there. The quality is going to be a little bit better, a little bit more authentic. Also, if you have kids, they're going to bring in the Disney characters at the end, which is fun for them, um, as opposed to driving off property and going to Alua.
0: Okay.
2: All right. So talk
0: a little bit about that because I know that Alani is located in sort of Coalina, which has sort of other resorts and like. T- tell us a little bit about the area.
2: Sure. So um, I guess when people think of o- Oahu, they automatically think of Waikiki as if it's the only thing there. Um, but Alani is located in the Koalina Resort, which is also a, a, a resort area. So it's about 45 minutes outside of Waikiki. And I actually prefer this location on the island because it's kind of centrally located. So it's very short drive to get to any of the the tourist options that you may want to see, as opposed to Waikiki, which is kind of down in one corner, and it's going to take you a really long time to get to the North Shore. But located at Koalina, it's a, a gated community. There's a golf course there. There is a shopping district located just across the street from Elani You can actually walk there. It's maybe a 10-minute walk um, with tons of dining and shops. There's bars there. Um, so it's one more layer of things for you to do at night. Um, but there's also about for other hotels in the area. They're all on man-made lagoons, which is really, really great for people like me who hate the ocean or for small children <laughs> <laughs> that waves are going to knock them over because there's no, there are no waves. Um, you know, maybe there's like a little gentle lapping at the the beach, but there's not, you're not going to get knocked over. So it's really good for people who want to just go and relax. Um, also, there are sharks in the water. There was a baby hammerhead shark in Lagoon, which I found out. So I will never go back in there. So just <laughs> There's still wildlife in the lagoon. So if you want to go snorkel, you can go snorkeling in them. Um, but it's very quiet and very sleepy, which makes for a super relaxing vacation. Um, if you want to go for nightlife, this is not the place that you want to stay. Around 8 p.m., everything basically shuts down at Aulani, and you either have to go across the street to the shopping center or you have to get in your car and drive. This is not that vacation.
0: Got it. Okay. All right. So tell us what there is to do. All right. We'll get to the stuff to do off the resort next. But, like, actually at Alani, what are what are some of the activities?
2: Oh, my gosh. there! <laughs> what isn't there to do? There is – There is so much to do that I thought I had planned a very quiet, relaxing beach vacation and we were actually more exhausted being at Aulani than when we went to Kauai because we just, there's an activity slate during the day that is so full that you can basically be running from 6am until 8pm and never even sit at the pool, but Activity-wise, not, I'm not going to touch on the pools or anything like that right now, but activity-wise, it's kind of like a Disney cruise where there is a full schedule. It's called the Daily Eva. You can pick it up um, from the front desk each evening for the next day and there's something for every member of the family. So the children have Auntie's Beach House, which is included in your your room rate. Right? You're not paying a resort fee at Alani, which is fantastic. I don't if anyone is familiar with Hawaii. Basically, every single hotel charges a resort fee. It's just something that happens in that state. Alani doesn't do that. Everything is included in your room rate. Right? um so the children you can actually sign up for all of these activities online before you go which i recommend doing if there's something they really want to do but you know they have science experiments characters come in they have you know acting classes role playing um story time movie time um and then at night too it's the same as the cruise line They'll you know or if you the you know the old kids clubs at walt disney world you can pay to have dinner served to the kids, but they're going nonstop all day. Um, And I'm kind of jealous because auntie's beach house is the cutest little place. It looks like a little beach shack, but you can't go in. Only kids can. Um, I every day would start my day with one of the workout classes. Every single morning, there is a slate of at least four workout classes. So they have sunrise yoga Ocean yoga, balance board yoga, yoga burn, which is not relaxing at all. Um, (laughs) they, They have beach boot camps. They have TRX classes. They have ocean fitness. So it's kind of like water aerobics, but in the ocean, um, so if you want to get a workout in, you absolutely can. I'm a little annoyed though, because up until this year, they were always free of charge and included in your room rate. Now they are $20 per person per class, um, which is not cool to me. If Alani is charging such high rates and they're not charging a resort fee and they're saying that we're not charging a resort fee because everything should be included. I don't think that they should be charging for these classes, but you know, whatever. Um, and then moving on throughout the day gosh, there's everything. So there's character meet and greets. They have a Tune Finder phone number where you can call from your in-room phone. It will tell you every character and every time and where they're going to be. So of course, it's the Fab Five. You can also meet Stitch and you can meet Moana. Um, They have Painted Sky, which is the uh, children. It used to be the teen spa, but now it's kind of like Bibbidi-Bobbidi-Boutique. So little kids can go ahead and get makeovers there. There is... Oh, gosh, they did make your own Mickey ear activities. They had um, like a textile painting class, like a traditional Hawaiian textile painting class. They also did one of those paint and sips where, you know, you get a glass of wine and you paint whatever scenery they're doing that day. They had ukulele lessons, which I did, which were so much fun and impressive. They have art tours of all of the Hawaiian art at Aulani. They have... The history of Alani and Hawaiian cultural tours. Uh, they offer stargazing classes at night. In the evenings, most evenings, the character of Uncle comes and does storytelling around the fire pit. So they're telling two or three times a night um, different Hawaiian folklore. It's there's so much. There's the uh, Menahune Adventure Trail, which is so much fun. It's kind of like Agent P's World Showcase Adventure, but. The Menahune, who are the mischievous little um, Hawaiian folklore characters, they've kind of been doing a lot of stuff around the resort. So you get your little phone and you walk around. There's, I think, there's nine different trails, and different things happen. And I also need to pause here and tell you that Justin needs me to tell everybody that <laughs> you all should go to Aulani with him because he is very lucky that in one of the Menahune adventure trails um like a magic thing happens and they give you kukui nuts uh as part of the adventure and you're only supposed to get one but he got four he was very excited (laughs) and you should all go to Alani with him because then you will get four kukui nuts he took three of them but i have this little one right here (laughs) tell tell him i got five. Oh, he, no, really yeah, I can't tell him. So bad. mad. He's so upset. Not, that's not true.
1: It's not true. But I just wanted to tell him. That. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do want to uh, give you. I'll give you a break to from your talking to get some tea. Um, but that Mini-Huni, uh Adventure Trail thing is so much fun, and I yeah, I'm sure it would be fun for kids. But we had we didn't take our daughter when we went, and we had the best time <laughs> doing it. We did it. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah, really
2: I love. I mean, two adults were doing it, and I think Justin was a little hesitant, and then he started getting into it, and he's like, "Okay, all right, are, we, are we gonna do another one?" Yeah, like, he it's really liked it.
0: it. <laughs> it it's
1: kind of like on the Disney Dream too, that um, and fantasy, the the Muppet Caper. Oh, I love that! Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah it's
2: really
0: fun. Uh, all right, so that's the activity schedule. Now, talk a little bit about like the pools and the snorkeling and all of that sort of stuff that you can do.
2: So, Aulani has what is called the Waikolohe Valley, um, and this is the pool area. It is massive. It is several acres big. In fact, when you walk in, you first check in, you get out of your car, you get out of your town car, and you walk in, the lobby is open air, and you immediately look out onto this valley and then the ocean in the distance, Um, and there are one two three four four pools there is a lazy river there are three separate sets of hot tubs and there are two slides one is a tube slide one is a body slide um the lazy river obviously so much fun you can spend an entire day in there just kind of going around and going around Mm -hmm. um they there are two main pools Um, where the slides are and kind of all the splashing and the action happens. There is the grotto pool, which has this beautiful rock work with waterfalls and all of that. That's kind of for everybody too. There is also an adults only pool and pool bar, which is kind of tucked off into the corner. So it's super quiet. You know, there's nobody running around and splashing and screaming. So if you you want more of a quiet experience, there's that. Um, And then they also have a double decker two-level infinity hot tub that is adults only and it is I think that's my happy place quite honestly it is the perfect spot to watch the sunset so you can pick a level and kind of slide all up to the edge and you just you have the perfect view of the sun setting behind the palm trees from that hot tub which is fantastic and obviously it looks out onto the ocean as well um, so there is, I mean, you could spend an entire day by the pool and not run out of things to do. Um, they also have Rainbow Reef, which is the snorkeling lagoon. This is an extra charge. It's always been an extra charge. And you can choose to either rent snorkel gear or a few times a week they do supplied air snorkeling where you have, um, you know, the the dive pack on you and the the air blowing into your lungs. Um, but it is the only private snorkel lagoon in the state of Hawaii and what I like about it is you get you're guaranteed to see a variety of fish this isn't out in the ocean where you're not quite sure what you're going to see there's no sand being kicked up so you have a beautiful view they have a couple of manahunes um you know tucked in there as well for you to find and there's two big viewing windows so if you have somebody who's not snorkeling they can kind of go around into those windows and watch you and also take some pictures of you while you do it. Um, So that's a lot of fun. I didn't snorkel this time. Justin did. And he was in there for like an hour, just floating around. I've done the supplied air snorkeling in the past. And that's really cool because they bring a photo pass photographer in with you and, you know, take all your pictures and videos of you while you're in the water, which is a lot of fun. What I do need to mention right now though is that the Waikolohe Valley is going undergoing a major refurbishment for the better part of about nine months. It just started back on August 29th um, and it's, there are things that are closing in phases and so this is not fun, nobody likes for stuff to be closed on their vacation but it's necessary to keep Disney as beautiful as they keep things. Um, so the first phase that is happening right now, uh, the front half of the Waikolohe Valley is closed. So that means the one slide, the tube slide, is closed. One of the hot tubs and the Lazy River is closed. Also, the Menahune Bridge, which is kind of like a splash area is closed you know they have you know it's kind of like the the splash area at the grand floridian where you climb up all these things and things dump on top of you and there's fountains and like it's like a crazy play area that's closed until i want to say early 2020 and then all of that will be done and reopen and then the other half will close so what is currently open and what is going to close next year are the the double decker hot tub the adults only pool the grotto pool the body slide um and the uh the cakey area which is um the little kids tamer splash zone like sort of for younger children you know little infants and toddlers um that's just really like you know, a few little fountains in the ground. So that's all currently open and that's gonna close early next year. Um, And I know we had gotten a a question on our our Facebook or Instagram about that construction and whether or not it impacted my stay. And no, it did not. Um, Sure, it's unfortunate and you don't get the beautiful clean views that you normally would, but I never felt like I could not find a seat at the pool I never felt like the pools were so crowded that there was no room for me or that I was elbow to elbow with a bunch of people. Um, they did take the adults-only pool and open that up to everybody. So at the moment, that is not adults-only. It's for everyone, which kind of helped with the crowds. Um, the noise was not a bother. They only work between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. So you're not being woken up by a jackhammer. Um if you are out on your balcony and your balcony happens to be facing the pool area, you are going to hear construction noise. There is no way around that, it, and it is loud. It's very loud. Um, but if you close your balcony doors, you hear nothing. Like those things are so thick and so well soundproof, I literally heard nothing when they were closed. Um, while I'm at the pool, because of the way that they split it up, you're all the way in the front of the pool valley towards the ocean. You don't hear anything any of the construction i think the only place that i really heard construction was when i was at the pool bar having lunch one day um, other than that you have the background noise in the ocean and the kids screaming and yelling and laughing uh, so you're not really going to be too impacted by it
0: awesome all right great all right. And so talk a little bit about, I know you did Kauai as well, but for the purposes of this podcast, we're going to stick with <laughs> Alani. Uh, what are some of the other things that you did on Oahu while you
2: were there? Oahu. Okay. This is unpopular opinion, but Oahu is my favorite island. I love it. I love that it's a little bit city, a little bit Hawaiian. Um, you can pick and choose if you want to go down to Honolulu or if you want to be in a sleepy surf town. So on this trip, we've Went and we saw Pearl Harbor Which if just reopened
0: now, Right it, yeah like
2: honestly It was a shock to me So Pearl Harbor the visitor center was always Open but the Arizo- Arizona Memorial has been closed for the better part of A year um, to be refurbished And I knew it wasn't supposed to open until fall of 2019 thinking October or November. Um, but Justin had never been to Pearl Harbor. So I got us tickets, um, and everybody should know tickets are free. You can go onto the national park service website about two months in advance of your trip and reserve your tickets. I think there's like a dollar per ticket, um, website fee, but it is a national park. So it is 100% free to visit the Arizona Memorial and the visitor center. And if you don't get your tickets online in advance, do not panic. They reserve a bunch of tickets for that for each day for people who do not have reservations. You just have to get up really early and be at visitor center the second it opens and they'll hand out tickets to you Um, now there are other attractions at pearl harbor that are not free and you can purchase your tickets either online or when you get there that's up to you what you want to see but um so it was supposed to be closed the the memorial and we went in we got there we went and we saw the little movie that they showed which is so incredibly moving but it's about the attack on pearl harbor and then they harvest they you know they send you out to the boat and i'm like oh are they just gonna take us around the harbor i okay um i just assumed we were gonna see the movie and that was it and we got to go to the memorial and it was a shock it had opened the day before so that was really exciting that's um i had been there a few times but justin hadn't been so i was really excited that he got to see that um and then beyond the memorial there's also um you know, a memorial garden at the visitor center. There's also a wonderful museum that kind of gives you the timeline of not only the attack, but the war. And I think that the major treasure of that museum, and again, this is all free is they have um, FDR's actual speech um, announcing that the U.S. had entered the war with his handwritten notes. And you can see where he personally crossed out the, um, whatever was written and wrote a day that will live in infamy, which I think is, you know, such a, you know, iconic speech in American history. And you get to see that actual thing right there. And he's the one that decided to create that term. Um, And then they also have a gift shop and outside the gift shop for as long as they are alive, every single day they have survivors who were at Pearl Harbor during the attack, signing books and telling you what it was like talking story, telling you their memories, um, which is incredibly moving. And you should, I always stop for 20 minutes or so and just chat with them. They're wonderful humans and they've seen so much uh, and you can't really get history like that in school. So that's a nice thing. Um, And then we also purchased tickets to the Pacific Aviation Museum. Um, So they put you on a bus to Ford Island, which is the military base right there. and they have all of the fighter jets throughout the years, you know, dating back from World War II all the way up into the 90s and 2000s, which is like, you know, a boy loses his mind. So Justin was like ah! <laughs> um, and then they also have the Bowfin um submarine that you can purchase a ticket to and the USS Missouri battleship, which was not in World was not in Pearl Harbor, but came into service a few years after um and that's where the end of the war in the pacific came to an end and they signed the uh, peace treaty right there so that's a really cool thing to see if you've never been on a battleship before so we did pearl harbor um we also went down into honolulu and um ate some authentic hawaiian food did a little shopping um we did not get into waikiki this trip because both of us had been previously but waikiki is beautiful you know it's it's very much a, it's tropical but a city beach i don't know how to explain it but there like there's something about sitting at duke's on waikiki beach watching all the beach boys and the surfers do their thing like if you've never been to hawaii that's something that must be done um we also went up to the north shore for a day um just to you know it, sleepy beach towns we did a little bit of shopping we went to lani Laniakia beach which is affectionately called turtle beach which is where all of the hawaiian green sea turtles come and kind of surf and eat and lay in the sun on the beach so that's a lot of fun to see um we went shopping in haleiwa which is a little surf town and we got shave ice at my very favorite shave ice spot matsumoto's um they you know they've been around for 60 something years so like, that's the place to get shave ice on oahu um We went and got some plate lunch down in Honolulu another day. We were on the North Shore. We went to Ted's Bakery because you have to go and get the house. Uh, Halpia cream pies and then we took a little picnic and we went to sunset beach and the bonsai pipeline Um, and if anybody knows anything about surfing that's where in december and january and february you get those massive like 40 to 50 foot waves (laughs) right on the beach which is uh, quite honestly i have nightmares about things like that but you know if you like surfing that's where to go um interestingly enough in the summer it's like glass. There's not, not a wave to be found anywhere. I can even go in the ocean there. Um, it's super peaceful. Everybody, you know, kids are playing in the splash. There's people um, paddle boarding. Um, come December, though, it's 50-foot waves. So it just depends on the time of year you go. Uh, <laughs> we were there in September. So it, there were waves. I thought they were massive. They were probably about 12-foot waves. But there were people in there surfing. I, there was a girl surfing that smoked every guy that was out there like she was just (laughs) phenomenal but i was like i'm sitting up on the picnic table watch eating my my lunch and i'm just like there's no way i'm going (laughs) in there's a steep drop there's no like little beach to lay on no it's this drop and then waves are just slamming and slamming and justin's (laughs) like well i'm gonna go swimming i'm like where no you're not gonna go swimming you're gonna die (laughs) he's like whatever i i can't be here and not go into the bonsai pipeline so he did he went swimming um and he's still alive but he said there was definitely one point where three (laughs) waves just hit him so hard he's like i was just kind of tumbling in the ocean
0: i'm like oh my gosh can i just point something out that before you left we asked you what you were looking forward to and your answer was i'm just going to be on a lounge chair by the pool with a drink in my hand the entire trip mm-hmm. this does not sound like that's what you
2: did i did it for a day and a half and then every day i would go out do a thing and then come back and go back to my lounge chair
0: just saying <laughs> okay <I> have-
2: <laughs>
1: one more question i know we're running long but one more question is the spa did you go to the spa
2: went to the spa it has been an entire day at the spa like, that's my favorite part
1: <laughs> that's my favorite part of Alani.
2: aulani okay if you've never been i it sounds like oh, okay it's a spa there is no spa like this in the world um beyond it just being beautiful and the treatments being incredible they have what is called the coolify gardens which are it is the only outdoor hydrotherapy circuit in hawaii um and that sounds really fancy, but what it means is it's this beautiful, like it looks like the Garden of Eden. You just walk out and there, it's so quiet and it's so peaceful. No children allowed. And there's the sound of running water and you lush foliage everywhere. You just, it's so stunning. And then it has these soaking tubs with different minerals in them to help your muscles. There is a reflexology walking path, which is basically just this wavy path of river stones in the the floor that I just spent like a half an hour just walking back and forth. Like it's it's painful, but it's so delightful. Um there is a hot tub and also a freezing cold plunge tub that you're supposed to like go in the hot tub and then jump in this thing and then back in the hot tub, which I'm not stupid, so I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) But Justin did and he's like, oh oh my gosh, this is refreshing. Oh my gosh, my muscles are burning. I, I just sat in the hot tub, but there's lounge chairs everywhere. Um, you know, they have iced tea and some snacks around. They also have a, a hydrotherapy shower circuit. And basically what it is is six or seven different types of shower heads and foot sprays in this little outdoor stone circle. And when you go to uh, um, and get a any type of spa treatment, they have a scrub bar for men and women where you can create your own body scrub so whether you want salt or sugar and four different scents you pick it they mix it for you and then you can take this scrub out to you can take it home but what most people do is they take it to this shower circuit and you just kind of like scrub yourself up and and then you know you pick this shower head to you know work your muscles on your shoulders or this one for your feet and it's just it's so relaxing and it's so nice it's my happy place That and the the two-level hot tub. Love it. Yes. And then also men's and women's locker rooms. So it's not, it doesn't, not everything is co-ed. You don't have to worry about that. Um, In the locker rooms, they also have water and iced tea. They have a sauna. They have a eucalyptus steam room, which is great for your sinuses. Um, And then they also have showers if you want to shower there. And then all the full amenities, face lotion, body lotion, shampoo, conditioner, combs, brushes, You know, deodorant, anything you could possibly need for your body to shower after, Uh, um, you know, blow dryers, all of that. So also the men's locker room has a bathing suit dryer. The women's locker room does not. What? This doesn't even make any sense. (laughs) <laughs> Justin's like, did you try it? It was so cool. My bathing suit was dry in two minutes. I'm like, I didn't see it. He goes, it looks like this little circular, like garbage can. It's right by the door. Go there. Nothing. Not in the women's room.
0: Oh, I've seen those in spas. I've that used in those before. They're yeah, awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. We don't have one. Sorry, ladies. You have to walk around soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then oh gosh I don't know I feel I know we're running long but there's so many things that are amazing there the olelo room my favorite thing to do is after I check in I unpack and I go down to the olelo room for happy hour which is the le- one of the lounges at Olani it has to do with the Hawaiian language. so you're basically everybody who works there has to speak Hawaiian and they teach you the Hawaiian language. it's outdoor. you're overlooking the Waikalohi Valley. There's a koi pond. they have fantastic drinks and Hawaiian music, really good sushi now too um and and really good pulled pork nachos. Do yourself a favor and get those. Um, <laughs> shopping is really good. I just everything's amazing. I love olani go. <laughs>
0: And in case you're listening to us and wondering why we're talking about what is a Disney Vacation Club property, a lot of people still don't know that anybody can go to Alati. You do not have to be a DVC member. Um, You can book it using cash. So
2: Yeah, that's what I did. Well, Anybody know,
1: it using cash.
0: Yeah
2: DVC members get special perks though. Um, you have a different pool wristband so they can identify you. you get discounts on most shopping and activities. Um, you also have a special drink at the Olelo room that only DVC members can order. It's delicious mm. so <laughs> interesting. All
0: right. All right. well, thank you so much for sharing your trip with us.
2: I want to go back. Is it too soon? It's not too soon. I should I, just go.
0: I want to go at all.
2: <laughs> I just got an email from Hawaiian Airlines that it, they have flights to Hawaii 179 each way. So I oh think. Oh my I, gosh! Yeah, I should probably just go. I should go. You should, you should just go. Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> probably not what they cost from the East Coast, but you know, hey. Oh, no, we could
2: get to we could get to LAX pretty.
0: That's pretty right. Quickly, that's so. right. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> And also we have a giveaway to do this week. Last week, AJ joined us on the podcast and she graciously donated a copy of the 2019 DFB guide, to the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Uh, so we are going to be, or we did rather, do a random drawing of everybody that is in our newsletter subscription list. And the winner of the free copy is Jennifer. Uh, her email is JTDIERK, and then a bunch of other letters. We're not going to give away your whole email address <laughs> <laughs> so that you don't get spammed, but we will be sending you an email. Uh, we're going to get together with AJ and get you a um, code that you can use to get your free copy of the DFB guide. So thank you so much to AJ and thank you, Jennifer for listening and subscribing. So just a reminder coming up next week on the podcast uh, it we're going to be pre-recording and our topic is going to be our park bags. What do we take to the parks with us every single day? Um, Whether you carry a bag or if you're like Charlotte and try not to carry a bag, (laughs) what are the things that you bring with you every single day? So what's in our bag? Um, That's what's coming up next week. And that's it. Thanks so much for joining us. If you're a Patreon supporter, stay tuned. The Patreon extra is going to be coming up next. Uh, And this week we're going to be talking about about the cuts in entertainment and what they've cut over the past few years and what do we miss and what are we upset about and uh what do we wish they'd bring back so that's going to be next of course you can follow us on social media we are on instagram and facebook at Diz park princess we're on pinterest at disney park princess and if you'd like to help support our podcast on our website you can join us at patreon.com slash disney park princess thanks so much guys bye. bye talk to you next week